Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival has kicked off, featuring many established comedians and performers, but also many first-timers hoping to get noticed, which is far from easy. A woman called Georgie Greer hit the headlines this morning because she managed to sell one ticket for her show. The trick, it seems, is not just about being good, but getting people in the door. The Irish comedian Shane Daniel Byrne is in the process of popping his Edinburgh cherry, and he joins us now. Afternoon, Shane. Hello, Sean. You know what? I've only been here three days and it's so nice to hear your Irish accent and the Irish news. I'm homesick. Oh, already? No, I'm not really, but it still is nice. <laughs> it feels like I'm at home. The uh, it Was last night your first show or how many have you done so far? I'm still on previews, so I've done two. Right. And, you know, I knew coming here, there's 3,000 shows on here every day. And I knew coming here that there'll be days when it's tough and you're going to, days you're going to find it hard. I didn't realize that the first day is one of those straight away. You're straight into it being difficult. Basically, you have to spend your whole day, you spend an hour, two hours before your show giving out flyers to people on the street, trying to get them to come and see your show. And then you have to go then stop doing that and run up really quickly up a lot of stairs and go do the show for an hour. So I'm two in and I've got 25 left. So just over a day left of of being a comedian. Oh my God, that's exhausting sounding. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. But you know what? You have to kind of fill your days because I sometimes people get lonely. Like I was listening to that girl. Um, I was reading about that girl as well. The the actress who put on a show to one person. Like it, all of that's difficult. But it is. It's. I kind of thought coming here would be like, oh, it's crack, 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 and we're over here. Come over, join us. But actually, you have to book in people. You have to book in the time, um, to see people. Otherwise, you can spend a whole day going around by yourself. Like it's weird. It's a weird <laughs> fake universe over here. Now and now, so far you've done pretty well in terms terms of audiences last night I like I'm absolutely thrilled I was sold out last night which is bizarre I don't know why it happens I don't know how it happens um but yeah I was sold out on just a preview so it was really just such a relief and it was nice the show I was then I was so excited by that the show was better I was more comfortable and more confident and it was just such a relief to kind of convince myself that like oh you can do it here you can be funny here it's all well and good at home like I came, we did the Ivy Gardens last weekend and I went, I did a show there for a thousand people in a tent uh, with Tommy Tiernan on the bill. And then you come over here and you see you've got nights where two people are booked in. So it's a real slap in the face. But having a sold out wow. show was really just so comforting. I was so lovely. I may never have one again, but it doesn't matter. I was like, I always have that moment and they write your name up on the sold out board. So that was kind of pretty blissful now, I have to say. Now, and where you are, though, you're you're part of the Gilded Balloon, which is, you know, generally taken to being the main center for uh, for gigs uh so d- yeah. does that help you a bit because you're there right in the thick of it yeah so there's different types so some people so i'm doing uh, you could buy tickets for me my venue has a box office it has lots of other venues within the venue it's a giant castle actually on a square called bristol square so it's right in the thick of it around there's other giant venues around so the pleasance and the assembly and um underbelly is all there as well so there's actually loads of venues around. So you're kind of always in a bustly place, which is nice. Now, I feel very lucky having that. Um, and that's because I did, they they run a new act competition uh, every year. And I did that in 2019 and I came second. Um, so I know it's real prestigious. It's like a cool thing. Tommy Tiernan mm. won it, Dylan Moran, uh, Jason Byrne came second, um, that kind of thing. Ashling B won. So it's kind of part of the history. So when you do that competition, they bring you back at some point, you do your show there. So I do feel very lucky to be in the Gilded Balloon every day oh, um, nice. because it's just lovely to be, it's just a lovely venue to be place to work. Like it's just really nice. Yeah. And you've got a private little bar where sometimes there's famous celebs and everything. 
but a lot of it is flyering, as you say. So when you're out all day throwing flyers at people and there's loads of other people, I assume, doing the same thing, are, are you know, the public receptive to taking the flyer is that a bit of a battle? No, it, it, there actually are because people are looking to see shows. They've come here to see stuff. They've come here to see things. And sometimes there's like there's so many thousands of shows on every day that it's actually sometimes you'll just take the flyer. It's kind of like, you know, when you go on holidays and then the first night the people give you say, we'll bring you in here. We'll give you two extra cocktails, sir. And you just say yes, because you just get started. It's kind of like that. People will just take them and they're happy to go have something to go to, which I just found baffling. I can't believe people actually want to take them. Um, So that's kind of, yeah, I was like, okay, right, you'll take them. And then you, but then people don't and you have to say, thank you, whatever. I feel like those, you know, the charity people on the street. I feel like them trying (laughs) to do it. And I've never had such empathy for those people. It is hard work. Um, Not that I'm going to stop for them anytime soon, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And is it important what's written on your flyer? Um, Well, I think so. It's nice. I don't, because it's my first time here, like we don't really have at home, we don't really have like a culture of reviews for comedy. So I don't have any, I've never been reviewed. I've never had like Shane Daniel Byrne, five stars. (laughs) I hope I get one. But over here you have all that. So I don't have on my flyer any stars or anything like that or nice reviews and stuff. So you're a little bit, you're a few steps behind, but you have to start. That's the thing. You have to just start. And there's no point in, you can wait around and go, I'll wait till I'm ready. And you know, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to be unready. You just have to start and you got to be here and you got to be in the mix and hit the streets, like you say. So it is, I, I do have a nice quote on my flyer. People put quotes on too. So I have a nice one from David O'Doherty. Um, and that's been really helpful. And he also is so generous. He gives me a shout out in his show the last couple of days. And so I go and give out flyers after his show. And people there are like, oh, are you the guy he recommended? So that's really nice. And ah, I think it yeah. definitely sells some tickets. So I am blessed that he has been uh, like he's around doing this this festival for years and years. And he plays to hundreds of people every night. Um, so it is nice that he's looking after the smaller guys. And there is a lot of, like, there's a huge amount of Irish comics go over there every year. So there must be a bit of a community thing there going on. There is, like, we have WhatsApp groups and stuff like that. Now, at the moment, they're kind of frantic about people saying, because sales are quite low. So those WhatsApp groups, everyone's just lashing in, like, I have free tickets. Anyone want to come see me? I've only got two in. I've got a reviewer in. I've got a judge in for the awards. So they're kind of manic at the moment. But then uh, over time, I will hope to see. I haven't been doing much socialising. I've been very well behaved. And I've been kind of like going home and getting ready, doing my show, get preparing or whatever. Uh, but it is nice. Like Irish, it's like any Irish people abroad look after each other. And it is going to be like, you're going to have hard days. You're going to have good days. But we do. I think Irish people do are kind to each other. Like we do take mm. care of one another. Yeah. And, and I'm sure I will start socialising soon, or I hope so anyway. Yeah. Now, is there, a, is there an element of financial risk here for you, Shane? Are you paying for the room in advance and then you have to kind of make up the cost? Yes, Sean, I'm paying a fortune. Yeah. I'm paying an absolute fortune to be here. Um, you've got to pay for your accommodation. You've got to pay for your someone to give out those flyers. You've got to pay to someone to print them, someone to design them, your posters. You've got to pay a man to put your posters up. He costs £650 for some reason. I don't know why. Whoa. You got like It's enormous expense. And you're kind of hoping in your first year or two, you're kind of hoping just to break even. If I come out having, with break even, that will be, I'll be chuffed. I don't need awards. I don't need five star. I'd like five stars, but I don't need any of those things. I'm just like, let me get home safe without just like losing money. But losing money is part of it. It's like, it's, it's quite brutal. You yeah. ha- and you have to kind of accept that. You go, this is brutal and I must just accept. It's not about me. It's not my fault. I'm doing everything I can. 
and you just have to accept. I'm making it sound like a kind of hellscape. It is really good fun. <laughs> like it's really good fun. There's a million people visit this city during this month and it's completely mad. And everywhere you go, there's something fringy happening. Now, I'm sure it's very annoying if you live here and you're trying to go to work or trying to go buy your lunch or your shopping. I'm sure it's drives them mad that the people who live in Edinburgh, but it is like, it's just so much fun and energy. You couldn't, even if you were sad, you could only be sad for a little while because something's going to perk you up or let it, whether it's these people going around doing with headphones on, doing a tour and dancing around. They do this weird thing, that kind of thing. There's always just life and energy. There's fireworks every night. And Edinburgh is just so beautiful. Oh, Anybody's yeah. Never been. It's so beautiful. Every street is absolutely, even the dirty laneways are gorgeous. Everything is gorgeous. It still has all the old buildings. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, no. And up, up the mound and everything is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, though, though all of one of our listeners says not to be very middle-aged woman about it, but the bins around Edinburgh are horrific throughout the festival. I lived there last summer and it was vile. The bin men were on strike and people were out and merry. Uh, says Olive, how were the bins this year? It's all very clean. You'll be glad to know okay. it is clean. They have things. They have, you know what they have here is they have, they're living in the future. They have uh, bins that are seagull proof. So the seagulls can't Brilliant. get them. So actually it's clean. Even though there's a million people strutting around, it's extra people. It's cleaner than Dublin City, my home place. So it is nicer. If anyone from Dublin City Council is listening, get in touch with Edinburgh City Council and see what they're up to because it is nicer. Okay, yeah, I saw those pictures from last year. It did look disgusting. <laughs> Every comedian did their like little roundup post at the end and they'd post themselves on stage, themselves with someone famous and then the bins. Every single person included the bins. So <laughs> thankfully we are safe, safe from the refuse problems. So will you know uh, at what nights judges are coming in or reviewers are coming in? I'm not looking at any of it. Um, maybe in a few weeks time when I'm more settled, but I'm not, I'm not checking that. Um, my lovely agent, uh, he looks at those things and I'm just don't want to know. I think it's easier yeah. just to get it done. Um, because you, you could be like, there could be three people there some night and one of them could be a judge or a viewer or whoever. Um, and it's nicer for me. I'm just going to do the show and, and be, have integrity about that and just go every night. Maybe in a few weeks time, I'll look at that stuff, but I, I don't want to know. Obviously yesterday when he texted me in the morning going, we're sold 33, we're going to sell out. I was like, okay, brilliant. Um, but apart from that, no, I'm happy to just go in and find out just before how many people are coming and stuff like that. Because I think you would drive yourself nuts. I think you would drive yourself mm. nuts and being, like comedy is stressful and scary. You know, everyone always says it must be the scariest thing. And like, it is, like it is really hard. But you must just, um, I think you have to just do your show. If you get too nervous, you'll psych yourself out. So it's kind of a, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you get spooked and think I'm going to be crap today, the chances are you might be. Yeah. But also at the same time, so many, um, not just uh, uh, comedians, but uh, people involved in drama, actors and people putting on shows go there because it is, a, it, it's a, it can be a major stepping stone. It can be. Like it's really, some people have launched, I mean, the the, the most famous one is, um, um, oh my God, I can't remember the name of the show. The girl who's in love with the priest. Uh, ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fleabag, yes. That was a Fleabag, show in Edinburgh. Yes, yes that, yeah. That's the most famous. That was a one-woman show in Edinburgh, which had the same treatment as everybody else. A few, you know, bad reviews, a few uh, empty audiences, all those kind of things. And now she's sitting there writing for Amazon Prime. She hasn't even written a word and they've still given her several million dollars. I don't know how that works, but uh, it sounds pretty good. So hopefully that will happen for me this year. Yes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's what I'm aiming for. I'm aiming for Amazon Prime, Netflix. That's my vibe. Oh, uh, 
no, it can be a giant. It can be a giant launch pad. But uh, my goals, like Sean, is just like get through it. I'm like get through it, and it's like a comedy boot camp. And I'm like, if I get through, I do 27 shows, I get through it and I get to come home at the end of it and I'm a better comedian. That's the dream for me. I don't need all the fancy stuff. If anyone wants to give me fancy stuff, by all means, let's go. Um, I'm ready to sign. But like at the moment, it's just the best survival. Okay, Shane, it's going well so far anyway. That's the main thing. Very best of luck with you for uh, the rest of the run there. Uh, That was Shane Daniel Byrne there. Uh, Hard at work, it sounds, uh, at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.